Wrestling featuring the JDF Memorial Sovereign Sound Bowl. As always, you can find us on most platforms streaming your favorite podcast episodes, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. If you're listening on the iTunes, leave us a review of the five-star kind. Subscribe to us on YouTube at YK Wrestling. Links to all the platforms and merchandise, more on that in a second, available at ykwrestling.com. Welcome back, or welcome to, if this is your first time, to the Knock If You Buckingham Palace. As always, I am the Thespian TC Fontaine, aka TCF Baby. Please say the baby. Joined by King Reek, House of Havoc. Blast of his name. Welcome back. What's in the glass? Or what was in the glass, rather? I had a I had a little libation, you know what I'm saying? A okay. little concoction. Same. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Same. <laughs> we live here. Shout outs to everybody, yes, man. It's officially Christmas season as well. Yeah, it's time. It's time. Man. Yeah, it's it's time for real now. Like Y'all, can, y'all of, can let Mariah loose. Yeah, I'm saying, like, y'all can play the Mariah all you want for the next four weeks. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to complain about it because it's tis the season. I mean, I still will because it's, it's a little extra, but. Yeah, y'all be extra with yourself sometimes. It's in season. Yeah, man, I couldn't imagine working at, like, a department store <laughs> during this time of year. Man. You'll hear nothing but that shit. Man. And it don't even be no swag Christmas music. Like, it don't be the Temptations or nothing. Nope. You know what I mean? Like, it's a whole catalog full of Christmas music from a whole bunch of artists. And y'all just click, click yeah. on the same joint every year. No Donny Hathaway. No This like, Christmas. Like, it's, it's people that's never heard Mariah Carey for real. And all they know is was that, that one song for her for Christmas. Right. They be like, oh, the Christmas lady. Like, that's disrespectful. Right. This, 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 she had the most number ones of any artist during, like, a five-year span, bro. Crazy. And y'all call her the Christmas lady. That's disrespectful as hell. Like, oh, man. Growing up, Mariah was jumping in my household. Man. do <laughs> Oh, Yo, right. <laughs> Rush hour. That's that's what really helped. Cause like I heard Mariah Carey all the time. Visions of love, all mm-hmm. that. But the rush hour, that's when I was like, okay, she going crazy. Exactly. Honey? Yo, Honey? the remix though with Hove. You know we gotta have a Jay Z reference, obligatory Jay Z reference on this show every always, week. Always, it's 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 unconscious at this point. Facts. And then you remember Mariah Carey disappeared for a couple years and she mm. came back working with Jermaine Dupree? Yeah. Drop that heat. <laughs> hey, man. Mariah Carey. Shout out to work. Mariah Carey, man. Yeah, shout nice. out to them Thanksgiving leftovers. 
I think I might be burnt out, man. That's that's all I've been eating the last like three days. Just Thanksgiving food and desserts. Jim about to see me for real. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) Bro, I never ate so much cheesecake in my life. Crazy. I got another piece waiting on me after we done recording, man. (laughs) Shout out to that. Shout out to Black Friday, man. Y'all do some Black Friday shopping? Oh, not me. I'm on the the opposite setup. Yeah, listen, I'm on the opposite end of that because uh, y'all know Facts. where I work at. <laughs> I'm about this about to be the, the hell week for me. Mm. I'm going to listen. I'm going to bed shortly hell after month. we get done. <laughs> like, Facts. Hell month. <laughs> hey man, if y'all hadn't did no Black Friday shopping, uh, we got a new T-shirt up at ykwrestling.com on the merchandise side. Hit that merch link, and uh, we got that Black Wrestling royalty. Shout out to Nyla Rose for the. For the nudge, Facts. shout out to Nala Rose for the nudge. I'm about to, I'm about to see a Nala Rose one shirt, right? For giving nudge, man. I didn't expect to get, I didn't expect to see other wrestlers on that tweet after I posted it. Like I went and checked it like 20 minutes later, seeing like three wrestlers. Oh yeah, let's go. Oh, okay, let's go. Okay, so uh, if you listen to this on the day it come out, or if you listen to it on the day after it come out, uh, use the code Black. At your checkout for 15% off the entire store. Not just that one shirt, but the entire store. So if you want to get the other Black Lives Matter tees we got, we got like three versions of that. If you want to wear the Young Kings Wrestling logo on your chest, we got that. You know, it's flu season. So get you some face masks and stay covered and stay safe. And walk around with the YK Wrestling face mask. It's all available at YKWrestling.com. Yes, sir. Already. Hey, let's talk about this week in wrestling history, man. Cause a lot, uh, I think like five, ten years down the line, we got a certain something that happened this week in wrestling history. We're gonna be talking about for years to come. That that didn't happen before this week. If you know, you know. Let's talk about it, man. Uh, 1983, the inaugural Starcade. That was a uh, NWA Jim Crockett Promotions slash WCW's WrestleMania per se. Right. This was two years before the actual WrestleMania. So this was the premier event in wrestling mm-hmm. at one point in time. Uh in this match in the main event, Ric Flair defeated Harley Race in the steel cage to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, shout out to that. Uh, you remember when uh, Triple H put the bounty on Goldberg? <laughs> yeah. Ric Flair did that originally to Harley Race before this match. Oh, snap. This man put a bounty on Harley Race. Now, we're comparing 1983 to 2003. Mm. You put a bounty on a nigga in 1983, his life was really in danger. I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it real bounty good. hunters out here. <laughs> so... Shout out to all the wrestlers that kept themselves safe back in the day. Mm-hmm. No wonder they was fucked up off of the, the drugs and all that stuff. And they had no choice. It was some fans that didn't know the difference. Had to keep their head on the swivel. Right. With the kayfabe. <laughs> had to keep their heads on the swivel. Like, um, it was some heels that would get stabbed up man. in the wrong city. <laughs> for real. Like, for real, for real. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, 1987, uh, speaking of inaugural events... We had the very first Survivor Series. Uh, this was the second 
pay-per-view to be produced by the World Wrestling Federation uh, after WrestleMania. Uh, they, the tagline on this one was the biggest event since WrestleMania three, and it was. Mm-hmm. It was, as you know, uh, shortly after that, the Royal Rumble was born, and then SummerSlam. Yeah, buddy. Now we got a full blown PLE calendar. Right. Years later, it went from pay per view to streaming. What's next Levels. after streaming? Yeah. Mind you, Vince McMahon was the first person to think to do both of those things too. Mm-hmm. But nobody putting sports on pay-per-view back then. Right. Like boxing, boxing wasn't on pay-per-view back then. But boxing pay-per-view is big business now. Thank right. you to the to the, the, the chairman of TKO group, pretty much. There that shit go. was on regular television back then. CBS, ESPN, all that. Had to put some people on. Facts, man. And then uh, 1988, uh, Ted Turner purchased the assets from Jim Crockett Promotions. Thus, WCW was born. So that's like three three little tidbits of history right there that just changed wrestling forever. It's history, right? You understand? Shout out. Damn right. Shout out to history, man. 1990, some dude named The Undertaker debut at Survivor Series this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, 11 years later, in 2001, The Undertaker turned heel again, and uh, he forced Jim Ross to join the Kiss My Ass Club. Terrible. This was like the second or third week of the Kiss My Ass. It was the second week of the Kiss My Ass Club. Like, didn't JR get bullied by Vince enough? JR got bullied. So, so this was in Oklahoma City as well. Mm-hmm. Mind you, that's where Jim Ross is from. And uh, this is like the second time they were in OKC this year. Both times Jim Ross got his ass beat. Damn. Jim Ross will get his ass beat several times in Oklahoma City over the years. That's crazy as hell. Hey, JRC Oklahoma on the calendar is like, fuck. I'm telling you. they, They traded this man off his show. Without even telling them on live, TV. man, to get a live reaction out of it, knowing damn well he wasn't trying to go nowhere. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. Between that and the, the hey. Bell's palsy shit, like, right? Oh man, Doctor Rainy, yo, that's hey, listen, y'all was tripping. This is <laughs> wild, <laughs> yo. Nigga was tripping. Uh, let's fast forward a bit to two thousand nine. I I forgot this happened. Uh, you remember, remember Hulk Hogan did like a super show. I'm sorry, Terry did a super show over in Australia in like 2009, what? Like right before he went to Impact, or it was around the time he went to TNA. I don't remember that. I forgot about this. It was it was his first time wrestling in Australia. Uh, so we got on this card Eugene, Nick Densmore, mm. teamed with the Godfather, aka the Pimp Father. In this match, uh, Brutus Beefcake defeated Heidenreich. Mr. Anderson, formerly known as Ken Kennedy, defeated Val Venus. And uh, in the main event, Terry defeated Ric Flair. And that was Rick's first match since he retired at <laughs> WrestleMania the year before. Uh, okay, okay. See, so that when, when Rick started <laughs> dipping his toes out of retirement. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Okay. Get them paychecks. 
Mm-mm. Try to get them checks. 2010 Monday Night Raw. The Miz cashed in his Money in the Bank briefcase on Randy Orton to become WWE champion for the first time. More on The Miz in a second. Because I'm tired of y'all niggas. I'm tired of it. Y'all be disrespecting my boy Mike. And so oh, now listen. I got to get on my pedestal. Listen, listen. I, I've been... I've been on this whole you can't disrespect the man's around me thing for about eight years now. Well, no, nah, you can't. Longer than that. I've pretty much this whole time in WWE. <laughs> I've been a Miz supporter. Since like since since Tough Enough. I wanted him to win Tough Enough. And so when he lost, when he was a runner up, he was second place. I was hot. Yeah, man. Like I, I could I couldn't I was get glad around. he got hired again after that. Yeah, I couldn't get around to the Miz until like the SmackDown Live days. When that happened, and he finally Damn, started that was like a long time. Right. When that happened, so he, he started separating from the pack. Then I was like, okay. Hold on. So, so so you wasn't rocking with the dirt sheet? You never watched, watched the dirt it. sheet? I watched it, but it was more so a Morrison thing, because like I, I was I was rocking with, with how Morrison was doing with his character. Mm-hmm. So like that, the tag team with them together was like, okay, all right, I can rock with this. You know what I'm saying? But just it was just Miz by himself. It just like it wasn't selling me. Like it was too the the goofiness was too much for me. Like I, I couldn't take him seriously enough for it to be you like right. who Rob is. Hell no! Listen, I was I was on a JBL tip. Like he would oh, be calling him crazy. a jackass and everything like that. I'm like I'm with you, bro. Hey, JBL, JBL used to hate that nigga. <laughs> Yo. JBL hated Miz, bro. He was telling him, I, I remember his, his debut. Um, he had the match against the Boogeyman. And it was, I think it was, yeah, on, yeah. It was an Armageddon. It was an Armageddon. Yep. And he was just cooking him. He was like, speak, jackass. Hee-haw. <laughs> like, <laughs> he said, he's out here looking like a rooster. And then you see his the way his mohawk was going. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. I, listen, the mohawk, I can understand why niggas in. Like, he, the mohawk and the fedora together. Yeah, it was doing too much. I, I completely understand. I completely understand. Uh, let's fast forward a bit as well. More Survivor Series. Some dude named Sting debuted at Survivor Series in 2014. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to talk some more about that, man, because I went and watched that match back. It's been a while since I watched it. Mark Henry got his ass knocked the fuck out in the first five seconds of the match. <laughs> Big Show turned him. Yeah, it was fire. Like it was, it was a one match show. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Big Show turned heel, joined the Authority, right after that, uh, in the middle of the match, and got his ass counted out. He said, "If you can't beat him, join." Him. Right. I get it. Sometimes you got to sell out. Sometimes. And then, uh, in the main event, you know, Triple H doing his Triple H thing said, "Fuck Dolph Ziggler." <laughs> Beat the shit out of Dolph Ziggler. Seth already knocked the fuck out. Mm-hmm. They bought the whole Dolph Ziggler. Now here comes Sting. And Triple H was tweet. Like, what is he doing here? Right. So it was a fun time. It was a fun show. One match show. I I went and looked at that card and I was like, yo, this card is terrible. Right. 2013 wasn't that much better. I'm like two years running, it was not yeah. hitting at all. Yeah. So yeah, one match show. Uh 2015, very next year. Roman went. What Roman Reigns wins his first WWE championship? Uh, they had a tournament, as you know, Seth Rollins had to vacate the belt a couple mm-hmm. couple weeks before this. Uh, he got 
but he got cashed in on by Sheamus like almost immediately. Like, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Sheamus had a crazy pop too. Yo, did not want Roman to win that belt. Telling you, telling you, Roman won it back like a month later though. Yeah, they needed a better a better venue. But yeah. listen, Bray Bray was speaking the truth. R.I.P. to the man. He said anybody Facts. but you, Roman. <laughs> and they and they was living it. They was not mm-hmm. playing about it. Facts. Uh, 2011, The Rock wrestles his first match since WrestleMania 20. Uh, teamed with John Cena to take on The Miz and R-Truth at Survivor Series in the garden. In the garden. Not the garden, but the garden. Nah, we don't acknowledge that garden. Yeah, it's two gardens. It's, it's, it's the garden and then it's the garden, son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, who else returned at Survivor Series? In 2016, the return of the one, the only Goldberg! <laughs> Goldberg made his return in 2016, his first match since WrestleMania 20 versus Brock Lesnar at the Survivor Series in Toronto. I watched that one back. I want to talk about all the Survivor Series I watched. I did a whole marathon. I watched like eight, nine years worth of Survivor Series over this past week. Uh, But first, let's get into the birthdays, man. Uh, Big Offa. Shout out to Big Offa. Happy birthday to him. You know, the Wild Samoans, the Hall of Famer. Member of the Anawaii family. Shout out to Big Offa. Shout out to Juventud Guerrera. The Juice. Shout out to the juice. You think you impressed the rock because a couple months ago you were down south beating some jabroni named Hooventool? <laughs> Shout out to my man. Uh, Shout out to the Bella twins. The what are they calling themselves the Garcia twins and them. Right. Happy birthday to them. Happy birthday to Josh Matthews and Cruz Del Toro. Uh, Elias, Aliyah. I'm saying all the people that got fired. Elias and Aaliyah. Uh, Maven, who I never thought I would be watching Maven's YouTube channel on a consistent basis. Man. But shit, he got some entertaining stuff on there. Hey. That's he talking up. about, man, he talked about how much he got paid. All that. <laughs> he was there for like three years. He even talked about how he got arrested. Y'all remember that? You remember he got arrested? Oh, it was like a DUI or something like 2009. It was all over TMZ. I remember that. Damn. Yeah, shout out to Maven. Happy birthday. Uh, shout out to Brian Lee, aka the fake Undertaker. I think from like 1994. Oh, yeah, the, the SummerSlam. Chains. Why was that the main? He was also event? Chains. That was the main event. That's terrible. Stupid. Yeah, it was a bad time. Uh, Beth Phoenix, the Hall of Famer. Happy birthday to her. And happy birthday to another Hall of Famer, former women's champion, Ivory. Love me some Ivory. Man. I was just talking about that the other day. Like, I seen somebody made the post about, like, put some respect on Ivory name. Like, that's one of them. That's one of them fine wine aging type. Man. Like, through, through each, through all these different eras, like, just got better. To this day. Yes, sir. To this day. It feels so good. 
Shout out to Ivory. And uh, I'm going to wrap this up. Happy birthday to Connor, the crusher, Maholic. Y'all remember him, the namesake of Connor's Cure. Uh, Would have turned, damn, how old is it, 12? Uh, I want to say, no, I'm, I'm all, I'm all eight. off. I'm, my, 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 uh, man, no, he would have been like, he would have, he would have turned 18. Yeah. That's crazy. He was, Cause he was, that's just like eight, he eight when ago? he passed. Yeah. Yeah. He passed Damn. away like shortly after mania. That was about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Man, RP to the young, the young homie. Damn. He undefeated too. You know, he retired undefeated. I'm about to say, yeah. And he beat triple H. Beat the game. The game. Come on, man. He beat the game. And he and he was in the WrestleMania main event. Right. Shout out to Connor. Shout out to Connor the Crusher. Facts. RP to, to the young it's, homie, man. It's a bad dude. Fuck cancer. For, fuck pediatric cancer for real too. Like more than any other cancer. Because like, damn, these kids don't even get a chance sometimes. It's, it's terrible. Fuck cancer. Uh, yeah, man. Where are we at on the Royal Address and Rumors? I just want to say that one more time. Fuck cancer. Amen. <laughs> Woo. All right. So uh, we're not getting to the elephant in the room just yet. So uh, I'll save all that stuff. It's a big-ass elephant, too. I know y'all yeah. waiting. <laughs> yeah. We ain't said nothing to nobody yet. <laughs> That's a fact. Uh, on the flip side of that, though, uh, Right after the main event, we uh, saw Drew McIntyre. He was uh, looking a little hot after the match. He was a little upset. And uh, went off backstage and apparently just went back to his locker room. And there was some some loud noises coming out from back there. Uh, Don't know what it has to do. Uh, It was alleged that it had something to do with what happened. But that's Cat. We ain't going for that. Yeah, Um, Cat. Will point out that as of now he hasn't signed a new deal, um, and I he like, a deal. nah, nah. The likelihood is that uh, if he doesn't get one, he's probably just gonna take a break, uh, go home, spend some time with the family, and uh, you know they'll work something out as time goes on. You'll see that man in Vegas. Hey, we're here for it, man. We're in here May, for it. if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, yeah, that's something, something to watch out for. Uh, Authors of Pain, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Uh, apparently, they've been on payroll since last year. Uh, they hadn't really been back yet. <clears throat> but uh, they should be coming back. Uh, not just, well, either to the NXT or the main roster. Uh, Oh, no, I'm sorry. Two teams from NXT. Uh, Gallus and Akam and Razor are both going to be going back up to the main roster. So tag team wrestling is going to be back on the map soon. We're going to have to uh, split them tag team belts because there's a lot of tag teams pulling up right now. And that's Mm -hmm. that's, that's good. That's real good. Um, Rock and Vice. They're working on a documentary, uh, and it's detailing the mysterious demise, in quotation marks, of World Championship Wrestling. So hmm. we know, we know mysterious. Vice likes to 
yeah, we know Vice likes to, you know, do some deep dives on some real, real special topics. And, you know, Rock, Rock sees a good project and jumps right into it with, you know, his production company, Seven Bucks. So that combination is going to be real interesting. But uh, WCW, that's a former WCW champion, The Rock. Right. I don't know what's going to be so mysterious about it. But uh, you know what happens. <laughs> about to say, I feel like, like y'all ain't gonna tell us nothing new that we don't already know about WCW. Right. These niggas are overpaid for a lot of motherfuckers, gave motherfuckers too yeah. much power. All this is is we're gonna cease the cap. Like that's really all it's gonna be. <laughs> Cause people wanna uh, you know, bullshit about like what, what the real issues were. Like it's right there, it's written in your face. Right. And Eric Bischoff has been pretty honest about it, so like let's be real here. Um you know how people like to be real self righteous about shit on one on one hand, and then mm-hmm. later down the line they start doing or promoting the same shit that uh, they were just kind of chastising you for. So uh, RVD was doing the show, was doing his, uh, he's doing his own podcast. Yeah, RVD got a and, podcast uh, now. I saw that. Yeah. So uh, RVD still owe us an appearance from like three years ago. Hey man, I need it. He said I he would it. come on. Right. <clears throat> so he uh he was doing the show and he was talking about a couple things, but when he got to the topic of Ric Flair. And uh he mentioned that uh Rick back in the day when they was together in the same locker room was was out here snitching. Cause we know uh RVD is an avid green life, you know. You got a green uh, thumb participant. Like yeah, he's a participant. He's into it. Uh, Rick was out here snitching on him for that back in the day. And uh, obviously that, that was back when it was frowned upon. And he said he found it kind of funny that nowadays Rick got his own brand. <laughs> so it's like, that's kind of crazy. Like we just, we out here, you know, snitching in one hand and profiting on the other. Like we acting real different out here. You know what's funny about Rick snitching? Is is Stephanie knew about that shit when RVD first got there, right? Like Stephanie already knew, so like, wasn't sick. You need to snitch on my man's for it. Yeah. <laughs> Think he went into Vince's office like, hey, boss man, what's... RVD smoking the weed. RVD yeah, probably man. went out, went to his rental car before the show. Did his thing, did his thug thizzle a couple hours before the show got right. Hey, man. Say, all y'all need me for nothing? I'll be out there. About to say, man. The amount of pro athletes that say that they was high when they was doing their work, you would be surprised. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. But uh, last thing I got that's not related to last night. uh, At the end of 2023, uh, in fact, as of January 2024, NWA, former NWA women's champion Camille mm. will be a free agent on the market. Bidding war about to start. Let's go. Think we're gonna get that rumble debut. Man, I need it. I need it. Listen, it, it we're gonna talk about Survivor Series in a second. But listen. Women's wrestling in WWE ain't been this good ever. Right. Ever. 
breaking new ground. Evolution 2 needs to happen in 2024. Mm-hmm. It'll be six years. Going on six years. It needs to happen. Because if it don't happen, I'm going to be upset. There's zero reason for it to not happen in 2024. Bruh. Look at, look, just don't even factor NXT into this. I was about to say and that. You, <laughs> like, you still got. It's deep. Man, like the star power has never, like the first evolution, you had Ronda, Becky, like Becky was on the ascent. You had mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair, but you still yep. did a show with them. But now yep. you got so many more stars now, like Bianca is a bigger star now than she was then. Rhea yep. Ripley is a bigger star than she was yeah. then. You got Jade just waiting you to got get Jade. off ice. You got Jade out there. You got Tiffy over there in NXT. Now we now we're gonna factor NXT. You added NXT Tiffy. right now, you got, bro. You got Lyra Vicaria. We got Soul Ruka. She coming up. Kiana James, uh Fallon Henley, Roxanne, Nikita, Cora. Come on, man. Cora. <laughs> oh, bro. Yeah, man. The Cavender twins is out there. Yo, man, listen. You got too much. Too much that you can't. You could do a two-night show if you really wanted to. Hey, awesome real. You really like, could. Zach, like. Zia Lee out here just picking fights with everybody. She's just trying to get on TV. EO, Kadi, Oscar, all them still there. This is, and look, this will be the one night of the year I would have no qualms about putting Natty on the card somewhere, you know, somewhere prominent. I won't even care. You could feature all your women and not necessarily have to do a battle royal. Yeah. That's how deep this is. Seriously. I know y'all like doing them battle royals just to this do the would, battle royals. But. This is why, and I hear uh, more and more, they're talking about, you know, uh, this title in here. They should at this point, especially if we get to Evolution 2, you got all the groundwork you need to start putting in a, a mid-card women's title because then it's Thanks. like now it's deep enough that you can start making a women's pay-per-view a regular thing. But we got to get to. We can bring back the May Young Classic. Yeah. It's a lot of women from the May Young Classic that was in War Games. A lot. Or just on the card in general. And on the roster. Bianca, Rhea, Kyrie. Kyrie was the winner of the first one. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So Camille's going to fit in perfectly here. Oh, hell yeah. That's all I'm saying. Man. <laughs> to, to sum up, to make a long story long, Camille, WWE, it just makes more sense. She can go to Impact, too. I wouldn't be mad at it. You know, I'm cool. um, sorry, TNA. It'll be TNA by the time she shows up. Yep. So they can, if her contract expires right at the end of the year, she can be in TNA, work they show, and mm-hmm. then work a rumble if she wanted to. Yeah. Hell, Everybody got choices. E40. <laughs> Turn up, man. That's all we got for the rumors. Yeah, yes. Yeah, Shout out to the Royal Address of Rumors. Uh, but what we watched this past week outside of Survivor Series last night, uh, I told y'all I watched the marathon of Survivor Series. I'm going to name off all the years I watched. <laughs> 98, 99, 2000, uh, 2002, first elimination chamber. 2003, that was uh, Buried Alive, Undertaker dies. <laughs> uh, 05, 09, 12, 13, 
14 and 16. I watched 11 Survivor Series. I didn't watch the full shows. I, I definitely skipped around a bit. But 98, 99, and 2000, that man, Vince McMahon, holds somebody. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. 97, 98, 99, Vince McMahon holds somebody in the main event three years in a row. There was Brett. There was Mankind. And then in 99, I just watched it. I don't forgot that fast. Triple H. Triple H. Uh, okay. <laughs> facts. 2000. This is, you remember 99? Rikishi mm. did it for The Rock. Yeah. Ran Stone Cold ass over. So Stone Cold came back like a couple months before Survivor Series. You know, he got his beef. He had to, you know, he had to get his leg back on Rikishi. Right. And then he said, all right, I got my leg back on the nigga that did it. Now I got to go to the mastermind. So now mm-hmm. he getting his leg. Oh, and they didn't actually reveal it as Triple H being the mastermind. No. So like Triple H revealed it. No, Triple H was acting like he was on Austin's side. And yeah. then like turned on him. And that's how he revealed that he was the mastermind the entire time, just like everybody thought a year ago. Uh, yeah. So him and Austin was in like a, a no holes bar match. This match does not get a definitive ending. Because Triple H, he gets the Radicals. Uh, that's uh, Eddie Guerrero, Perry Saturn, Dean Malenko, and some other nigga. He get all them together. Mm-hmm. And Mick Foley is the commissioner at this time. So Mick Foley's like, they're banned from ringside. They can't interfere in this match. Okay, whatever. That's cool. They can't interfere, whatever. Right. Loophole. <laughs> Triple H took the match to them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he he go and try to drive away. Uh, Stone Cold, like, hell no, fam. Stone Cold in a forklift. <laughs> no, no. Shout out, to, uh, shout out to homie from the Black Announce table. He said Stone Cold knew how to operate a Zamboni. <laughs> a forklift. Love. All he of said that. Stone Cold was OSHA certified. Right. So this man take the forklift, lift up the car with Triple H in it, and flip it over while he inside. And this is how funny wrestling is, bro. This nigga basically did committed attempted murder. Yep. On live pay-per-view. Walked the wave. No, no security, no police trying to run over there and stop nope. him or get him with enough time. This shit was glaring live on pay-per-view on television. Nice. And niggas ran over. This nigga came back to work the next day and worked the match. Like that's I mean, how funny wrestling is, bro. It could it couldn't have been, uh, like it, it was, it's crazy as that angle where they played where he actually had a snake at the crib or something like that, or it was backstage. They said it locked him in the, the room with it, and he got on uh he got on an interview like a week later. And he had the the makeup on his face to make it look like he he got bit and his face blew up. <laughs> like, oh man, Stone Cold is a wild nigga. He should probably be in jail. Probably. No, on, on some real shit, Stone Cold Steve Austin, the wrestler, he, was tripping. he need to be in jail. Insubordinate. Yep. <laughs> Motherfucker. Was tripping. Nigga like, committed a bunch of vehicle crimes. He could drove a beer truck out. Drove the Zamboni. 
We talk about a habitual line stepper. Man. <laughs> we was just we was just fans of it. So Right. Everybody could relate to it because niggas wanted to beat up their boss bad. Damn right. So ain't nobody say nothing. But cool. looking back on it, like damn, imagine if you was the boss. And this nigga just wilding out on you. Yeah, man. It's for no reason. It was for no reason at first. Like, you remember the first time Vince took a stunner? Yeah, because uh, he was... He was basically oh, was... just telling that nigga to chill out. <laughs> yeah, because because this was when he was coming. He had the injury. Yeah, and he was trying to tell him like, "Listen, you gotta work. You know, we gotta work within the system. You know, what I'm saying, just have you come back out here and risk liability stuff like that." And he got mad and he just stunned him like <laughs> insubordination <laughs> off the bat. Damn, he was a good guy. Right. That's the funny thing about wrestling. I got I got another take on that later on too. But let's uh let's move forward. Uh 2003, I watched that one. I watched mm-hmm. 2005. Uh you remember Randy Orton 05 Stone Cold. <laughs> Not Stone Cold. What? Uh um, Randy Orton Undertaker. Undertaker. Yeah. I'm I'm still talking about Stone Cold. You remember Stone Cold was in 03. He was at 03 and he yeah. had to leave his post as a GM cuz the team lost. <laughs> right. And niggas started crying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched 2009 as well. Uh, 09. I, I watched. I watched a little bit of 06 too. Forgot about that. Uh, 09. Uh, 2012. That was uh when the Shield debuted. Beat the shit out of Ryback ass. Oh. Ryback is a liar too. Hey, hey. Hold on, I, we hold on. Let's talk about that in a second. <laughs> I just want to preface: Ryback is a liar. That nigga's supposed to be retired right now. Yeah, because uh, Ryback blocked us on Twitter too. Fuck him. Bye. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he he made he made it quite clear that if a certain something happened last night, he was going to retire. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is this is just a, a reminder, sir. Not like you was wrestling anyway, but uh, why don't you go ahead and make it official, do a video or a post or something like that? Because I know you're not typically a man of your word as it is, but true, you're not. You, you posted it on Twitter, so now millions of people got a right to hold you accountable. That's all I'm saying. Thanks. Big talk. Big talk. Uh, rounding this out, 2013. That was a. Uh, not much really happened in 2013. Nah. 2013 like was, that shit was bottom of the barrel, 2013. Yeah. Like, like 13, 14, both ass. Like the, the main only, event? The main event in 14 was solid, but like 13, like Randy no, thir- Orton. 13's main event was trash. Yeah, Randy Orton and Big they, Show. They was trying to make Big Show out to be like his own Daniel Bryan, basically. Right. Because that's when he was like, he was like on, on Daniel Bryan's side or whatever. And they was trying to give him the, the yes chant and everything else, all the stuff like, bro, like, nigga, do you know that I can see you? Right. <laughs> like, it was like, it was that energy because, like, bro, this is Big Show. Really, the only memorable thing from 13 was Big Show lost to Randy Orton, and then John Cena came out and confronted Randy Orton at the end of the show, like, hey, yo, champion versus champion. Yeah. So they unified the belt like the month later. Uh, but 14, same thing. Uh, very, very boring show. The main event, 
Team John Cena versus Team Authority. Uh, I'm gonna try to remember who was on all the teams. It was John Cena, Dolph Ziggler, The Big yeah. Show. And I forgot who else. Uh, versus Mark Henry, Seth Rollins, Brody Lee. Uh, so it was Eric Eric Rowan was on John Cena's team too. Yeah. Uh, Luke Harper, Brody Lee, Seth, Rusev, Mark Henry, and I'm um, I forget the other person. I don't feel like Googling. It's not that important. Just know Sting return. We talked about that already. And then uh, 2016, somebody told me how fire the the men's match was, and I forgot, and that shit was fire as hell. The men's match was going crazy, and then, of course, Goldberg and and Brock. So I finished up like two minutes before this year started. Shout out to that. What you watched this past week? Ooh. I I typically I have to go back and watch it on a regular basis, but uh, the 2020 Rumble, yes, it is. It's something that special. shit hits. Like, there's not a time you can watch it and it doesn't like give you the the, the vibes, man. Because it's, it's it's legit. It's split into three sections. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you can watch it at any point in time and be like, all right, cool, we got something to follow through on. Um. The other thing was No Mercy 07. Cause that that's a story driven pay per view yeah. through and through. Like for that was to one turn, of the rare times I was actually buying a, a pay per view that wasn't like a big four. Yeah. For like for them to turn the real injury for John into three title matches on the night. Like that's some crazy shit. Like this, this is goes to show you that when Vince really wanted to get in his bag, he was a genius. Cause you had the you had the thing with Randy getting just getting awarded the belt, and Triple H was like, mm-hmm. "Nah, fuck all that, fam. You gonna fight for that trolling. shit tonight?" That nigga came out there <laughs> like, trolling. Yeah, like we don't we don't give handouts out here, little nigga. So Thanks. you want that? You gonna fight for it? So he beats him. Vince was like. Oh, you forgot you were scheduled for a match tonight already. Exactly. Huh? You got Umaga on deck. So, so guess what? The title. Right. So guess what you're gonna do now, motherfucker? <laughs> like you slick. And that nigga came back after that Umaga man. Umaga beat the shit out of Triple H. Yo. Even though Triple H won. Nigga right. Vince, <laughs> Vince show back up. It was it's like, like, yo, take hey, this out, uh, man. Well, we promised these people a last man standing match tonight, pal. So yeah. So get your uh, ass back out there. So I'm gonna need you to go ahead and uh get yourself ready for this main event. <laughs> Yeah, I enjoyed that show. It was a good show. That was a wild one, man. Shout out to No Mercy. Uh, This week, I watched uh, also non-wrestling. I watched that Good Burger 2 came out. Good Mm -hmm. Burger, one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, I mean, shit. You've seen one remake for streaming or a sequel for streaming. You've seen them all. It follows the same formula. Just a bunch of references to the original with a bunch of celebrity cameos that don't make sense. Oh, that's beautiful. Mark Cuban was here. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to be mad at that one, but it ain't making sense. Rob Gronkowski was here. Actually, I could see that. I could see that. (laughs) He he, he probably wanted to be in a Nickelodeon show or something like that. Hell yeah. So I could see that. A bunch of other people was there. Uh, Some cameos from the first movie. The, the cast of all that, like Lori Beth Denberg and Josh Server were there. Oh, bet. 
Yeah. See, see, that that that's the cameos I need. Shout out to them. Some dude named Young Gravy. I've never heard of him before. Apparently, he's a DJ or something. He was in there. They made a big deal out of it. I had no idea who he was. I'm old. I'm about to say like. We 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 at that age where I started hearing these names and I'm like, who are these niggas? Man. <laughs> like I swear I do. Hey dude, that for real, like it it was some dudes in there. I was legit like Who are these niggas? Cause right. I did not know. <laughs> Shout out to Lorel. He was in there too. Evil. He was an evil motherfucker in that movie too. He was a bad guy. Oh shit. A lot of references to Mondo Burger in there. Ed owns Good Burger now. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> Appropriately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also I also watched this uh this movie with Tyrese on uh on Paramount too. Hmm. There's a movie with Tyrese and uh Mercedes Renato, aka Mercedes Monet, aka Sasha Banks. It's hmm. one of the worst movies of the year, and that's saying a lot. Damn. It came out this year. I don't know when, but it's it's on if you got a Paramount Plus subscription, go check that out. I remember we talked about it like I was about know, to say, was year. it was that one that had the the that dropped the trailer not that long yeah. ago? Yeah, so we, oh. we talked about it on here before when it was just like in production. It's it's terrible. It's like about like some hitman society. It's like a fake. Yeah, yeah, society. yeah. I remember. I remember I, I had that in the rumors the one day. Yeah, it's 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 bad. It's ass. Uh, Damn. Yeah, it's, it's it's not even ass. It's what's lower than ass? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that would be it. Uh, Mercedes tried to kill Jody Joe in the movie. Oh, dog! What? Yeah, Mercedes and Tyrese got into a a, a fight. They had a fight scene in this movie. Because like Mercedes is the henchman of the bad guy, and then Tyrese is a part of the the hitman society apparently. That's from what I gathered. I, I mentally checked out, but I finished the movie. I couldn't tell you what happened. <laughs> I watched the whole thing. That's crazy. It's bad, bro. It's bad. It's real bad. Mm-mm. It's real bad. Do you funny. know what's good, though? What's, that? what's good? Survivor Series. Five. War Games. War Games! Yes, sir. Let's talk about it, man. Live from the All-State Arena in Rosemont, Illinois. They had my man's Booker T doing a pre-show outside yeah, in Illinois <laughs> the end of November. That's a different type my of man's disrespect. Had scarf. Man, it, he black, bro. You can't have black people outside working. Exactly. Especially a king. You got a king outside working. Royalty. So in solidarity with Booker T, I sat outside on my balcony in my apartment today to do this episode. <laughs> So I don't know what other background noises y'all might have heard, but yeah, I'm outside. From from one young king to another. Facts. Solidarity. We gotta stick together. Uh, let's talk about this, man. Because on the pre-show, they announced that for the women's war games, Team Bianca won the advantage. Uh that's that's kind of what happens if you have a team with Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch on it, and you allow fans to vote. That's probably what's gonna happen. <laughs> I don't see why they couldn't have them do the same thing the men did and just have a match. Like it was Nick, all just do shit differently. That's my I, that's my whole take on it. I, I guess so. Like <laughs> I ain't mad at it, just the fact they got two different GMs. Somebody wanna do something different. I get it. 
Nick Aldis kind of lazy. Uh, yeah. Nick Aldis <laughs> probably did like three things since he got the job. That's what I'm saying, man. So he'd be like, y'all got it. Y'all I mean, good? he got the he got a, a, a little deeper roster, so I, I guess I can get it. Yeah. See it. You say let, let things play out the way they just naturally gonna play out. Like he got he got Roman he got Roman on his roster. Like he don't right he don't have a lot of work to do. <laughs> he got the bloodline. He got damage control. Yeah, and he Gucci. He got Kevin right. Owens. He got Logan Paul. Yeah, man. He chilling. <laughs> he got two hours compared to three. He, yeah, it's <laughs> he like got a light load. <laughs> he like look the show the show runs itself. What am I doing yeah. here? <laughs> Uh, women's war games, man. First of all, I'm gonna tell y'all what my grade was off top A plus 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 plus. Uh, that was my match of the night, like off rip, like that was going crazy. Uh, off off the bat, uh, Charlotte and Becky officially made up, mm-hmm. so that was good to see them hug it out. And they cool, they said they in the dating stage right now, right? <laughs> so they gotta they gotta ease back into it. I feel it. Uh, EO Sky will always pop me with that trash can spot that never gets old. I think it's like the third time she's done that in this match. That's her signature in this, which is fine because now I'm now if she don't do it next year, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be disappointed. Yeah, you gotta that, do it from now on. That's her whole year. MO. Y'all forgot she was called the genius of the sky. Facts, big facts. Oscar, let's talk about Oscar. She came off the bench like Robert Ori in 2002. <laughs> Bro, she was the last one to enter the match. As soon mm-hmm. as she came in, shit just took off to another level. Like, I know right. the match officially started when she got in there, yeah. but like, no, the match officially started when she got in there. Got Nothing the working boots on. Facts. Bailey was the only one left standing for her team at the end. And the fans did a sweep. You know that feeling in the air, Beanie Siegel? Uh-huh. <laughs> same, same energy. I needed to see how the men responded after this. Because like I said, this is my match of the night. And the men didn't respond mm-hmm. in the way I was expecting. But, I mean, they responded. But they didn't They didn't respond, like, exceeding what the women did first match no. of the night. It was still fire, though. But, like, what's, what grade are you giving this match? I, I, go, I go A for this. Uh, for the for the same reasons, like you gotta when when you get the the trope matches, you gotta look for what's what's new, what's fresh, and you know the women always find a way to to add some nuance to it. Like I love the whole, uh, I think uh, Kyrie had chained up B, uh, Bianca and them to together and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, those those double drop kicks that Bianca was taking, like some craziness, man. Uh, we didn't get no swerves like I was hoping for, but that's fine. That's fine. They 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 were still cooking, but uh, yeah, man. Like, I I I got what I expected out of it. So it's like, you know, we just we just working our way towards that eventual uh, kick Bailey out the out out the cafeteria table because she can't sit with us no more. Thanks. Uh, I I got something to say about that when we talk about the men's too. But uh, yeah, shout out to that. You said what was your grading? Hey, hey. Shout out to the women. Uh, after this, we go immediately backstage because what's the PLE in the WWE without sponsors? Man, they don't <laughs> they don't exist no more. This is the norm. 
So uh, we got a, a sponsored segment backstage. We got Alpha Academy with uh, Piper Niven and Chelsea Green eating some chips from Ruffles. I love me some Ruffles too. So you know what? Shout out to Ruffles, goddamn it! Yeah, I, ain't mad I, got, it. I got a couple bags of, of the LeBron Ruffles in in my kitchen right now. <laughs> them joints hit. LeBron and Jason yeah. Tatum, them uh, both of them hit. Yeah, man. I don't know what happened to the Anthony Davis joints. They stopped selling them. Ooh. It seems to be on know. brand. Seems to be on brand. Yeah. They got Asia Wilson ones, though. Shout out to the Aces. And shout hey. out to Ruffles. Uh, pretty deadly. They walk in. And yes, like, boy. Hey, what y'all doing? Yeah, yes, boy. They walk in. And uh, they start arguing over what chips are called with Otis. And uh, they <laughs> are called chips, by the way. In here. But they're... Yeah. Uh, during the argument, my dude Kit Wilson just spills Otis's bag of chips on the side of the couch. Otis was sitting on it. Otis is sad, and so Kit Wilson, you know, he he's British, you know, so he's a he's a gentleman. He goes to, to clean up his mess in the midst of cleaning up his mess. Yes, my man running to r truth. r truth is back. Another return. Yeah, welcome back, R-Truth. The, the first ever Young Kings wrestling night on the throne. Let's go. I had a joke written on my notes, and Triple H totally stole my joke at the press conference, so I had to delete it. Yeah. <laughs> but welcome I back. Was, I was listening too, like, damn. That would have been some that would have been some good material. But okay. Man, listen. Right. <laughs> uh after this, we get a promo backstage with Sammy and uh Jay Uso. And uh Sami Zayn's like, damn, Randy Orton ain't showing up yet. Uh, last time we talked about this, Randy Orton was not on the team. Mm-hmm. And then he got put on the team after this. Right. But uh, Jay Uso was blaming himself for Randy Orton not showing up because, you know, last time we saw Randy Orton, he was getting his ass cooked by the bloodline and a bunch right. of little kids was in the arena just crying. Crying. We ain't man. seen Randy since. Woof. Sami Zayn is like, yo, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Next match, my guy, Big Goon, Gunther, versus Mike the Miz for the Intercontinental Championship. Longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time versus the guy with the second most title reigns. And uh, Michael Cole had this little tidbit. The Miz, all his championships combined, just about two months more. Then Gunther's one ring. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, my grade for this, A minus. The Miz reached into one of his mini Louis bags and got <laughs> active. Got busy. Got active like crazy. My nigga Gunther, he felt like Pinky at the end of this match. That nigga had me scared. I held my own Yo, listen, listen. Oh, man. Put some respect on my boy name, dog. He the gatekeeper for a reason. Put some respect on his name. That's a fact. Out of this. I'm telling y'all for years now. I'm telling you. He said it in the press conference. He's like, listen, I've been out here talking about how Miz don't deserve to be in the ring. He he made a fool out of me. He said, I was Mm -hmm. not familiar with your game, sir. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I I went B+. The way it was going, I would have gave it an A if he won. Because, like, he went to the bag to get the low blow out, distract the ref. You know what I'm saying? Took the turnbuckle off. I'm like, yo, I, 
you can do it that way and Gunther don't don't take no heat off him because like you know dude had to cheat you know what I'm saying yeah but man tell me that dude didn't get busy you know what I'm saying we just talked about putting the working boots on I, and I said it listen I said it when this started when this whole thing kicked off like you give Miz a foil to work damn it he gonna work and that's what we saw last night he didn't he didn't even look like he got beat bad he just like listen nah. Yeah, he just he just got caught slipping at the wrong time. That's all it was. Thanks. Hey, Corey Graves said something at the at the top of the show. Not the top of the show, but the top of the match. Mm-hmm. He was like, uh, Gunther made a mistake because he told the Miz the Miz can't do something. And I right. was like, you know what that means. <laughs> Damn right. So shout out to the Miz, man. Shit. At this point, I wouldn't be mad if the Miz eventually beat Gunther. Like, no. Run it back. Shit. I'm here for it. Run it back. We need, you know, usually they have like a big title change right around Christmas or something. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can do that. Uh, next up, we get a, a video package for the WWE experience coming to Riyadh, Saudi Arabia in January 2024. These niggas is getting a physical Hall of Fame before we do. Crazy. That's my take. That's what I took from that. <laughs> I'm sitting up here. I'm watching. Show motherfuckers doing construction and everything. They making a physical Hall of Fame in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I was watching like the first ten seconds of it. I'm thinking it's like another PLE. I'm like, yeah, schedule. What y'all doing? Y'all crazy. How come we can't get one? Mm -mm. Come on, son. After this, uh, we go backstage again. The Judgment Day back there talking strategy. JD McDome doing his best Katie Taylor cosplay with the braids. <laughs> no, she looks just yo, like her. No, and they listen, both listen, Irish too. Listen, somebody, somebody tweeted that he got the Shamar Moore braids from Diary of a Mad Black Woman. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot unsee that shit. I promise you. Because I, I, I looked at it, and I'm like, damn, who, who, who twisted them shits up on your head? And yeah, then I seen the picture, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Damn, you ain't living that down, bro. Yeah, between that, that my joke. Between that and the big head jokes, listen, we got material to roast this nigga until twenty twenty five. All right, his head look bigger with the braids too, though. That's the funny part, uh, right? <laughs> Block out the sun with that shit. Yeah, y'all don't even know who Katie Taylor is, bro. <laughs> Me either. You I heard who the Katie name. She a the... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I heard the name. <laughs> yeah. I heard a name like all over Twitter. I'm like, who the hell is this? That, that's because because they both Irish. So I thought like he was maybe doing a tribute for real. Mm-hmm. But then like know nobody what. know who Katie Taylor is. She's not that famous. Nah. That's okay. I know who my favorite woman's boxer is though. Yeah. Whoa. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, next match: Santos Escobar versus Dragon Lee. You know, supposed to be Carlito. Um. You know, him and Carlito and Santos got into it on Friday night. So Carlito he got his ass cooked. He got cooked. Adrian, you didn't go down like that, huh? He got cooked. Absolutely. Uh, I do want to point out, though, Santos Escobar admitted to what I've been telling y'all since March. Just say Negro Domus. Uh, but this match, though, uh, Santos gets the win over Dragon Lee. I gave it a B minus. Nothing really special. Uh, Dragon Lee just try to put on for his boy Rey Mysterio. That's all. Mm-hmm. They say, "Yo, we we respect Rey Mysterio around here." Santos admitted he was jealous. 
admitted he was plotting. Say Rey Mysterio took his shine. Like, bro, it's a legend. You mean to tell me that you hooked up with a legend and you mad the legend took your shine away? <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on, dude. Uh, yeah, Santos got the win, though. What grade are you giving this? I gave it A. This was actually my match tonight. I expected the women to cook. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if, if it weren't for this match, I would give it to the women. But I... I expected them to 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 show up and show out as they usually. This match got flipped around, you know what I'm saying? I didn't think, you know, him and Carlito would be like up there, but then I saw Dragon Lee got in the mix. I'm like, oh, this is gonna cook. Mm. Like I'm 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 of the mindset, you know what I'm saying? When Santos is getting his one on ones and stuff like that, I typically like to grade him on a high scale anyway. But him and Dragon Lee was just like. They was just chefing, you know what I'm saying? Like Dragon Lee been on just 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 doing his own thing on SmackDown, putting on clinics, and them two like that's gonna kill for a minute. Like if the title, if the US title wasn't already on Logan, this would be your mid card feud into next year, and I Thanks. wouldn't be mad at all. Nah, not at all, not at all. A uh, good match. I'm about to run it back. I'm out, my grade might go up a little higher. Yeah. There's a couple matches I did run back. This was not one of them, so I'm going to check this one out again. Uh, next up, we get a Slim Jim promo. Uh, <laughs> LA Knight crashed a, a wedding anniversary. <laughs> a 69th wedding anniversary, to be exact. Yeah. Slim Jim what? nasty as hell with this. It's a lot of innuendos and Slim Jim's like marketing. Right. Yeah, All of a man. <laughs> they, call it, they call Slim Jim's long boys. With 69 all over the place. Nah, bro. Y'all, y'all wild. <laughs> uh, New Day brought LA Night Slim Jim card over to come to the show and do nothing. So that was fun. <laughs> uh, good with it. If you didn't know, next match is sponsored by Slim Jim. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Zoe Stark for the Women's World Championship. And uh, I look forward to Rhea Ripley's look every PLE. Right. Never disappoints. Uh, I initially gave this a C plus and uh, I bumped it up to a B on my second watch through. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I thought Zoe could do it for Vegas. And uh, that wasn't the case. She brought some offense, though, man. She she got her bag, too. Yeah. She pulled out a bag of tricks. It was a bag of tricks. I've seen her work on like out here, though. So wasn't wasn't a surprise to see. Shout out to yeah. Zoe Stark, man. And uh, Rhea Ripley got the dub, as uh, we all expected. Even me, mm-hmm. I expected that. Yeah. Even though I picked Zoe. Yeah. We, we, we Shout out to Rhea Ripley and them chaps. It feels so good. Mm-hmm. It's all too old. Hey, run this one back before Christmas, too. Yes. Put them on, on Monday Night Raw. Let them get more than 10 minutes. I, that was my thing, too. Like... I feel like they just got to get their chemistry down a little better. There was a couple spots that looked a little clunky. So that's that's why I, I was at. Because I, I had it at a B. But, like, if you just they get back in the lab a little bit, you know what I'm saying, you get them some more time, like you said, I think this will probably turn up a little bit more. We don't got no PLEs till January. So there's plenty of time to, like, yeah, put on main some, roster. Yeah, you got, you, got, you got some title matches that you can put on and stuff like that. You know, so, so, some big Monday Night Raw, some big SmackDowns, like, you could have one of those. I know that what we should do after this is Shayna, but before we Ooh. get there, 
Yeah, right. Before that's, we that's get there, rumble. though, that's for the rumble. I, I'm here for it. Do that. Yeah, man. Hey, that's going crazy. I'm Hell yeah, it. yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. Uh, what grade you said? B. B. Yeah. B. B for me as well. And uh, let's get talking about our main event. Mm-hmm. Men's war games. Yes, sir. Uh, we get backstage though, and uh, yeah, what's they call? I'm calling them Team Nightmare. That's what I'm gonna call. Team, Team Nightmare, Nightmare <laughs> is worried that Randy Orton won't show up because he ain't here yet. Panic and uh, how many royal families does wrestling have? Reese? Ooh, Rise Man once said that wrestling has more than one royal family. Yes, sir. And a representative from one of those royal families, Cody Rhodes, channeled his inner Aaron Rodgers and said, R-E-L-A-X, he going to be here. We good. We Gucci. We get to the match, man. Seth Rollins starts it off with Finn Balor. Not before he pulls a West Side gun, ringside before the match. Uh, (laughs) You know, West Side gun going to be everywhere, man. I'm telling you, man. West Side gun is who I would be if if I had money. (laughs) <laughs> I'll just uh, be at like, every wrestling show. I'm telling you, like America. If even if you don't put the camera on him, you spot him every time he's there because he's every always time. in some of the same location. And he in the, he in the same spot, like the same yeah. exact ringside spot uh-huh. every show he at. No matter where it's at a NBA arena or a yep. performance center, he's there every mm-hmm. single time. Shout out to him, man. Uh, Drew Drew McIntyre. Let's talk about Drew, man, because Drew McIntyre told y'all on Monday, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about the Judgment Day. No partnerships. They gave me an opportunity to get my lick back on Jay Uso in a cage. I don't give a fuck about this team. I care about Jay Uso. Yeah. As soon as he said that, I knew they was losing. <laughs> He's not focused. Yeah, you you ain't focused on the on the 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 at hand. The task right. at hand. Facts. Uh, Cody Rhodes appropriately brought out a bull rope. Come on now. So Rhodes in the war games. You thought a bull rope wasn't about to show up? Facts. Come on, man. My boy Dom. Dirty Dom. He got flashbacks to his time in prison. He was locked up in a cage. He got jumped. All hey, you talk, you talk about jokes that should have been on here. Mike Mike stole my shit. And that man spent more time in that cage for war games than he ever did in the in the pen. You know what I'm saying? And he did. He did take he did take another joke. They were still in our jokes yesterday. Pissed me off. We had a chance to even say anything, bro. Crazy. That's wild to be. Y'all tripping. Y'all need to stop stealing our jokes. Y'all now not only are y'all tapped in on the show, y'all tapped into my mind. Oh, it's facts. Y'all wild. I don't got uh, no business. Yeah. So as we know, Monday, uh, Team Judgment Day, they they got the uh, the War Games advantage. So when it came time for the last member of Team Nightmare to show up, Randy Orton's nowhere to be found. So Damian Priest is like, "She, real, get out here, girl." Yo, Rhea Ripley ran out there with the briefcase. I called this. I called this possibly happening weeks ago too. Mm-hmm. On, on I, Raw, I was just like, yo, what if Damian Priest cash in mid-match before the match gets started? I'm telling you, like, that that to me, that's something that it's something that should happen. Like, Facts. I, I've been saying, like, a lot of times, like, money in the bank, the concept, you know, year over year, 
it'll start to, you know, start to wear a little bit, start to get a little stale. You got to do something to freshen it up. Now, you know, we've seen, you know, somebody cash in mid-match. You know, Seth did that already. But doing something like this, you know what I'm saying? You in war games, you in the love like, y'all two two teams getting ready to, you know, saying go to war. In the middle of you like, yo, let me take that next title real quick. Let me throw some chaos into the mix. <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, that's the way it should happen. If it don't already, like, big fat, go for that. But uh, Randy Orton, however, did show up looking real jacked, baby. Oh, that boy drinking that, that, that AH, oh, they, that uh, HGH, he got some of that on oh. deck. That boy cut <laughs> like, whole bunch of stuff. That man's look like he was 25 again, man. Yo, I'm telling you, and then you yeah, see, right. see him say to the crowd after the match, he was like, yo, 10 more Jeez. years. Hey, he could do it. Low I'm key. here for it. Do that. He only what 40, 43? Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's just turned 43 in April. Do it, man. Like, 10 years ain't nothing. That's what I'm saying. The fact he been the fact he made it this long without a major injury until yeah. last year was crazy. Right. Like not counting the shoulders, but like outside of the, the shoulders, which is that shit chronic. So that's yeah. Real ones no. <laughs> that shit just gonna happen. Shout out to Buzz. Like, yeah, shout out to Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> hey, IBF did my nigga dirty though. But uh, shout out to <laughs> But Randy Orton came back. He said, I ain't standing in the cage with you niggas. Y'all good. I'll show up whenever. Mm-hmm. Came out there doing vintage Viper teens. Yes, sir. Power slams and RKOs. Hit an RKO to Big Head JD off the top of the cage. Off the top of the cage. Duh. RKO off the top of the cage, dog. Like, through this nigga. That's crazy. Sky got his ass cooked. Hey, he got cooked. Adrian, you didn't go down oh, like that, huh? He got cooked. Absolutely. And uh, Damian Priest, let's talk about Damian Priest. Because uh, along with Bailey. He took the pin in his match. Mind you, Damian Priest and Bailey, the reason y'all in this shit. Mm-hmm. And they the ones that took the L's. So uh, this week of television going to be interesting. Yeah, we're going to have some conversations. <laughs> Facts. Uh, I gave this one an A++. Uh, what you giving this one? Um, a+. Plus. Like, I, you like this one better than the women's? You get a women's ass. It's, uh, slightly, just slightly. Okay, like okay. the spot, the spots was different. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like that, that, that RKO. They threw this motherfucker from from the heavens. I'm like, okay, all right, you, you got <laughs> me off that. And that spot, they the judgment did where they had everybody in the four corners. Everybody did they move yeah. like JD did the moon salt. Dom did the frog splash. Finn did his move. Like, that was fire. Uh, but yeah, man, like, uh, we going we gonna have some conversations this week because uh Priest out here putting his foot in his mouth talking about I'm the leader. Like I man. I run this shit. And the real's like, all right, fam. We'll you gonna see. go out, you gonna go outside like this? It's 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 not good. It's not good, man. Rhea Ripley call all the shots, man. Rhea Ripley's been calling shots since she got there. Rhea Ripley joined Judgment Day and kicked Edge ass out the next night. 
You think Rhea Ripley wouldn't hesitate to kick your ass out? She the real leader, nigga. That's what I'm saying, man. Like she just she's she's making the moves without saying that she she runs shit. It's the same thing that Sonya was doing when she was um what co GM or whatever she was yeah. backstage with with Pierce. She was doing all the power moves stuff like that. She wasn't saying it, but she was letting you know, like, yeah, you just you just the person out front on TV on screen. I run this shit back here. Right. But yeah, man. Uh I had a prediction going into the show. And I tweeted it. I said, never trust the snake. Cause I expected him to do something. I expected him to go in there and just turn on somebody real quick. Like it ain't yeah, a war I games without a it ain't a war games without a swerve. So I expected that to happen. And I've, honestly, I've been calling for niggas to be Kurt Hennig for years now. And Dakota Kai is the only one that's been Kurt Hennig this yeah, entire time. That's what I'm saying. Honestly, like, if there was nothing else planned for the show, then I think it would have happened. But, you know, we had to, uh, it's Chicago. We had to do something a little, a little special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Ooh, man. Hmm. What is he talking about? Uh, that little logo in the right hand corner. Yeah, that little that little lower third logo that they do. Uh, I like to do that. I've been getting tricked for that shit for the past like six, seven years now. Triple H. They always do it, man. They always. Who do was the it. first person they did that with? Undisputed Era. No, no, it was Johnny and uh, Champa. That was before that. Yeah, that was twenty sixteen. Okay, I couldn't remember which one was first. I, I know, I, I knew it was like 2016, 2017. Yeah, but that lower third. Triple H has tricked me with that for the first time in a very long time because like I'm used to it. Mm-hmm. But you know why he tricked me? Because it, it wasn't the 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 copyright all rights reserved uh-huh. like end of the show logo. It was the lower third basically telling you about the press conference. So right. like I wasn't really expecting it at that point. So they switched it up on the brother. Mm-hmm. And uh who showed up? CM Punk fucking showed up, my nigga. <laughs> I, I had zero expectations of him showing up. I thought he was, I said this before, I thought he was the devil in AEW. I said it. I said it, man. This so is now who they about to have as the devil, I want to know. <laughs> I, but that's yeah, neither I, here nor there. Let's talk about CM Punk showing up. Yeah. Listen, it's I, been, I, go ahead, my bad. I, I, I told y'all, man, this is the MO. If you hear anyone from the company or reports that say, oh, this ain't going to happen and we're not interested and blah, blah, blah. Expect it to happen. And they even said it with Cody. Oh, well, we're not talking to Cody Rose and whatever, whatever, just because he's a free agent. And he pops up at Mania. This is this is what they do, man. They yeah. they When they want to keep shit quiet, they will deny to their dying breath just to get the pop. And why not? Because you in Chicago, you in the Allstate Arena, how can you deny Chicago that pop? Because it's as far as the, yeah, as far as the country goes, there's no bigger pop than when you go to Chicago for somebody that they love. Like that's as easy as you can get right there. Big facts. So uh, CM Punk came back, man, and uh, it's been three thousand five hundred ninety-one days since CM Punk last appeared on TV. Uh, real quick, Reek, are, are you just calling him C Punk today? No, 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 I'm not gonna not gonna do that. Okay. Listen, listen. You, you, I, you, you, you gonna say the letter M today? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm all right. Listen, <laughs> I, I want my coach to be fired. That's that's all it comes down to. Like, I, I don't, I don't have the energy to to be petty today, this weekend, because okay. like, my, you know, we 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 didn't show up. You know what I'm saying? I'm more Same. mad. I'm I'll more tell you mad. I show up either, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm more mad internally than I am externally at this point. Like, Michigan ain't doing nothing in January, so I'm not tripping. Shit, they might. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, anyway, though, CM Punk, my man, he's just happy to be in front of 5,000 people on a regular basis, like more than 5,000 people on a regular basis again. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Uh, <clears throat> all right, well, let, me, let, me, let me get on my shit. Dave Meltzer and Sean Ross Cat can lie about how nobody knew that CM Punk was coming back. All they want. Nobody knew at all. Except Triple H and Nick Khan and the people who needed to have CM Punk's music cleared ahead of time and the production team who needed to make sure his music and Tron graphics were queued up at the time he came out and the people who designed a new t-shirt that went on sale two minutes after he showed up and the people who have been making low-key references to him for the last two months. Everybody knew except you niggas. Just because y'all didn't knew, don't mean nobody knew at all. Okay. You see this, see this motherfucker? Right, right <laughs> before CM Punk came out, somebody text him. Right before CM Punk came out to tell him he was here, and he just scrambling to try to spoil the show for everybody Damn. before it happened. You saw that shit live? I saw it live happen. I saw it happening live. Oh. Listen, you know, I, you know, I live, I live to cook this. Nigga. You know I live to cook all of this. <laughs> so I appreciate so I appreciate you for that, my brother. I appreciate you. Facts. Uh, listen, man. To say that nobody knew is insanity. Like at, at this day and age, 2023. Like, even if you felt like it was impossible two years ago, like we're in a different era. We're in a different time. And Triple A said it best. I'm a different person. He's a different person. It's a different company. We're not talking about the same place that he left 10 years ago. But more to the point, I'm going to use an analogy that some of y'all might be familiar with. Uh, And this this might be... No, no, this ain't it. This ain't it. I'm going to save that. Hold on. All right. Uh, (laughs) You ever ever been like... You, you wanted to do something, you wanted to go somewhere, you wanted to hang out with some people, and your parents told you not to do that shit. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it it's not going to end well. It's going to be bad. It's going to be real bad, real fast. Yeah, all the time. But you but you think it's cool. Like, you know, what? Like, eh, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it over. And I want to go do it. And then you go do it, and then you find out exactly why they told you to stay away. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's what Punk did, man. Punk was away from wrestling. He was chilling. Tried some MMA, couldn't, you know, got cooked, cooked all over the place in that. Uh, but then, you know, he said, listen, if I'm going to come back to wrestling, I won't go back to where I was and I was miserable and disgruntled. Let me go over here to AEW where, you know, it's not in a meritocracy. It's not run by one person. It's not sports entertainment. It's all about the wrestling. I got creative freedom, all that type of stuff. So he goes over there <laughs> just to find out that oh these niggas run this place. Hey. All these all these goofies are the people making the rules around you, here. You remember what I said uh after all out last year? Yep. 
what I say. Sometimes the grass ain't always greener on the other side. It's just fake. Tell you, man. Right. <laughs> and like the thing is, I kind of got to revise the statement I made that we both made when he mm. came back. Because it's like, well, we said, yeah, well, when Phil starts being Phil, we're going to see how it turns out. Things going to change. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, is that, yeah, he wasn't without fault. But more and more, it became about what they was doing and how he was reacting to it. Right. <laughs> because it's like, if you know how this dude is, why would you intentionally trigger him? But that's what it was. And he said it that night. all out. He's like, I'm working with fucking children. He's not working with children anymore. Right. And that's the fact. When you get away from structure, like this is the thing that, that I just hit on so much. And all your people that, that detract and try to say, oh, you just hate AEW and shit like that. They do not have structure. They don't. They never have. They never will. That is the difference. You want to know the common thing about the wrestlers that left? Actually, no. The common thing about when it got when AEW kicked off and they were signing all these big name stuff that used to be in AEW, it used to be in WWE. You know what the common thing about those people were? They weren't finished. They weren't accomplished to the point they wanted to be. They weren't truly fulfilled yet. Mm. It started with Cody. Cody went off to the Indies because like, hey, if it's not going to happen in WWE, I'm going to make it happen somewhere else. He said, I'm going to make my own company, damn it. So it started there. Then you had all these different names, Rusev, Andrade, uh, Aleister Black, Malachi Black, whoever, Ruby Riot, Cesaro, Tony Storm, like all these names that just jump shit because, okay, something's going to happen in AEW. Christian, well, no. Christian, nah, Christian, Christian going crazy right now. <laughs> but yeah, but, but it's the thing, like, some of these dudes have already gotten theirs. You know what I'm saying? Like, Edge already did everything he needs to do. Christian, the Hardys, Mark Henry, Sting, all those guys, they did what they needed to do for their career. They got their rings, and if they don't have them yet, they're going to have them. They just want bigger checks and to have some fun somewhere. But, no, nah, the people I just mentioned before, they didn't get what they wanted to get out of WWE. They didn't get what they wanted to get out of their careers. So they go over here, again, thinking the grass is greener. But what they're really doing now is having their peaks and their immediate valleys. Yeah. So so now they're seeing what the wrong side is, but they can't. They end up contracts. They got all that big money, so they got to ride this out. And what we really just you're seeing gonna is. You're going to cry on the bus or you're going to cry in a phantom. Yeah. So what we, what we really just seeing is that people that filter out of WWE, they go to AEW, they just make them better to come back later on. Right. Cuz realistically, if you go to AEW, you're a bigger name because oh, we saw you over here. So you become a big deal. Anybody remember Sean Spears? I do. Pepper's Farm does. Right. Yeah. So so you go over to AEW thinking, "Oh my god, this is going to be it for me." And they give you your 15 minutes, literally. But then that's it. You get regulated to backstage. They don't even have dark and dark elevation anymore. And again, more to the point, Tony Khan. What do I always say? If Tony Khan was not running this company, we're having a different conversation. But he is running the company. And again, there's no structure there. If there is nothing else that WWE can tout, whatever negativity criticism you want to throw in their direction, they have always had structure. And Punk went over there to the other side thinking, okay, listen, 
because it's not WWE, I'm going to get what I want out of this. And he gets the world titles. He gets the main, uh, the main programs and all this other stuff. But then the, the negative side of it just outweighed because now I'm fighting with these motherfuckers every time. I'm trying to be the elder statesman. I'm trying to be the common sense person because I know this stuff that you're trying to put on TV ain't smart and you want to fight me about it. Right. Of course, he gonna go back to where it's like, okay, these niggas thinking logically. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to deal with children anymore. I can be adults. You know, like, that's a simple conversation. That's easy to do. And I know Triple H said, oh, this was something that came together quickly and it didn't really materialize until like, what, a day before or something like that. Listen, y'all knew you was going to do it. Like, tri- Triple H know how to cap and make it sound good. Yeah, like, y'all knew y'all was going <laughs> to make the phone call to him or y'all was going to have the discussion. You just waited until the last minute so you could say that in the press conference. Like, let's be real now. Yeah. Come on, son. Yeah, uh, I-, I had to go Google something. We Sean Spears has wrestled two matches in AEW in the last two, two in, in since July. Bruh. <laughs> He's been wrestling uh WSW. I don't know what that is, but uh he beat Matt Cardona for their heavyweight title oh. back in October. And uh he's been wrestling all over there. Matt Cardona got it back about a week later. And uh so it looks like they did some TV tapings or something during that. But uh yeah. Damn. I'm doing some indie stuff most of most of the year, most yeah, of the second half of the year. He really, hasn't really been in AEW doing much since like July. Sean Spears highlighting AEW was cracking Cody Rhodes over the head with a chair. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, back on CM Punk though, man, because uh, my man's CM Punk. See, you called him my man CM Punk. You heard that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he got the shirt on. I do got the shirt on. Uh, <laughs> He came out there and damn it, we showed some some fan footage from in the arena. My man Seth Rollins is hot. No God, no God, please no, 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 no! <laughs> oh, I love this. This is this 100%. is my favorite part. Yeah, this is my hundred percent, hundred percent work. Like, like. Basically going I, back to what I said, how you can tell me nobody knew in the fact that even if nobody knew, these guys had to have some sort of idea of the possibility of it happening. Right. Like the, the wrestlers. Like the production team, obviously they knew because you mean to tell me they was just like, oh, oh shit, we gotta find the CM Punk files right now. He's walking through gorillas. You know That's how it happened. You know how hard it is to put that shit together? Yeah. Like those Titan Trons and all the like having that on deck and get ready, like everything, putting that all together. You don't do that in 24 hours, you know, just on short notice, like mm-hmm. out the blue so that nobody knows about it at all. Like somebody told you. I mean, they do, but like, you know, we just saw it with The Rock. Like nobody knew The Rock was showing up that night till, till he got Well, there. yeah, but it's like you have enough of a heads up that something like people are talking about this they had a few hours to to get the rock shit ready you probably found yeah. the rock was on when he was on his way there like all oh, the rocks coming oh shit right. let's get his shit queued up yeah but it's like there's, there's only so much internally there's only so quiet you can keep that yeah you're in chicago like right <laughs> that alone the crowd was chanting it i mean typically all they night. do when 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 they show up they typically do that but 
like you can't tell me they're clueless to it. Now this this is the part that I like to educate people on, right? Because I got a lot of people, they sit up there and they they fall for it. They date buying into it, right? And I'll give them credit. Seth knows how to work like nobody else. <laughs> Rex. Because they got me for like two seconds because I saw Cole holding him back. Like Corey went and grabbed and the belt Corey. for him when he dropped it. And Cole was holding him back. All the, the real security showing up. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. But listen, I, I tweeted this like an hour ago. Y'all wanted long-term stories. Y'all cried and complained that WWE doesn't do long-term stories anymore. You have one right here. Yep. Number one, Seth is a consummate professional. I don't give a damn what he said about who, when the camp, the camp, the show don't stop until the fans leave. Just because we off air don't mean the show stopped. Like, he is not going to get outside of his character at work just because he doesn't like somebody who had beef. Like, at worst, he's annoyed by it. But he's not going to let it affect work. But the timeline between these two is 10 years running. Y'all was calling him a bootlicker like four years ago. Yep. He was calling Will Ospreay broken shit. Yep. You mean it's all of a sudden he's not a bootlicker just because somebody he don't like showed up to work? Exactly. And the money they gonna make off of this. Like, come on. Yeah. Use your common sense. Bruh, this story is running 10 years to as far back as to when Tony Rollins Tony was Tony. the was he was the first NXT champion and CM Punk made his little trip down to NXT and they flashed the camera on the two of them. Back in 2019, before Shield. he came before he came back. Right. And back in 2019, he made that tweet when Punk showed up on backstage and was talking oh, about him. He said, fight me. So it's <laughs> like them all that. So it's like, all bro, that. you telling me that you telling me Seth don't know people got phone cameras in there all around the place. He's doing that on purpose. No, y'all think because also oh, because he started saying, fuck you and throwing the middle fingers and act really mad. Like you think that means that it's real, bro. But hmm. again, kudos to Seth. He is solid as a rock. He know Facts. what he doing. He knows how to. He knows how to get y'all. Don't work yourself into a shoot, brother. Facts. It's the only time I'm ever gonna quote that. But don't do it. Facts. He knows what he's doing. That's a program. That's a mania program. Big facts. So let's so, talk about more about like uh, that because we talked about uh, you know Drew a little bit. Mm-hmm. They were lying on Drew too. They was trying to imply that he was mad that Punk showed up. Too. They don't even got history like right there's nothing between the two of them so like come on now drew was gone while punk was there like, right but anyway on, uh what what's next for cm punk man we talked about uh him and seth that is a main event for mania already they already got that that's that should be official that's their that'll be both of them's official uh first ever main event at mania right it writes yeah. itself uh I've seen some folks worried about Seth having to lose to another quote-unquote outsider from AEW. But the way I look at it, man, Brock Lesnar, look at Brock Lesnar. He did business uh, after returning from a nasty breakup. Like, he Mm -hmm. took that L. Yeah. Wasn't happy about it, but he did it. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Shit, even Warrior did the job after he returned. So, if you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think like you tell CM Punk, look, fam, like look up at them lights. You can get your lick back. 
but main is take it or leave it. <laughs> yeah, Yo, that, just, that just not I, hit you. Thought, no, the thing is, like, I knew it, but it's like it didn't sink in until I started thinking, like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That's not hit you. That's crazy as shit. <laughs> oh man. Hey, but uh, yeah, that, that's motherfucker that. Hey, listen, <laughs> listen. But anyway, that's that's business right there. You got you got to learn yeah. how to do business. You got to know how to do business. And at this point, like, look, you CM Punk, you've been wanting to come back to us. For about right. five years now. Better look up at them lights, nigga. <laughs> hey, listen. Did, anybody that's agitated by Punk coming back, and this is this is the shit for YouTube. So y'all y'all pay attention to this one. Uh anybody that's concerned by Punk being back here, you're not even considering the worst case scenario, the nightmare scenario, if you will. <laughs> uh, check this without, out. Without a pun? It, it might have been. It might have been. Think about this for a second. <sighs> Punk's biggest gripe was what? Never never closing out the show. Never being the main event. That's me. Uh, I understand. We've been talking about Cody finishing the story for the longest time. Mania 40 has got to happen. Philadelphia, birthplace of America, all that good shit. Mm-hmm. But I won't, I won't throw this out there. His daughter this... named Liberty. Right. I just want to throw this out there. <sighs> For those for those people uh who may not have ever considered this punk never main event to the wrestlemania that was his biggest great mm-hmm. one thing we're coming up on 11 years since he left the company january yeah. it'll be 11 years 10. oh 10 that's right it'll be 10 years since he left the company to that to that day right after the after the rumble he's never won a rumble before and it's interesting stat that we all know, we might have forgotten. The longest reigning champion before Roman Reigns, do you know who it was? CM Punk. 434 days. Mm-hmm. So. CM Punk the, lost to one of Roman's family. So, if y'all think that him being back is bad, just consider if they decide that. They, they can't hey, do that. They can't do hey, it. If they, if they considered it, that, listen. He wanted the main event. He didn't say nothing about winning. If they want, because the only reason I bring this up is because when we got to Mania last year and we thought it was going to be the end because Cody was in the main event and they started, the, the rumors started going around that Roman won't lose until September of 2024. That was like, to me, it was ridiculous. But that's beating everybody. That's beating Terry. That's beating Bruno. That's beating every. He would be number one all time. And Cody's not going anywhere. He's he's there for that. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm hoping to God I'm not speaking nothing into existence. I'm hoping I'm not. I'm really I'm dead serious. But we didn't expect to see Punk back in 2023 until a couple weeks ago, two couple months ago. The thing is, if my scenario comes to pass, if they say, "Listen, we could put you in the main event. You can go up there with Roman. You're still gonna lose." But we can make you do it. We can give you the Royal Rumble win. We can put you in the main event. We can hype it up. Longest reigning champion in the modern day versus the current longest reigning and still defending champion. We can hype that all the way up. 
and the crowd will show up for it and it'll be money and they can hit as low below the belt as they want to with each other they can make that case paul Heyman's in the mix i'm just saying man if they that don't be surprised if something like that happens i hope i'm wrong i really do i want to just go ahead on and finish the story but so you, you think it's a possibility Roman's still champion by September 2024? I hope not, but I'm telling you, like, do not be surprised if they put that in motion, depending hey, I, on how his, his starts out. I've been saying since Cody came back. You remember Cody's first promo mm-hmm. when he came back? And yep. he talked about Dusty yep. winning the, the WWE title, but it wasn't official. Yep. That happened in September. I'll just say it. They like to do they, you know anniversary references and shit. And I thought he would have won it. I thought he would have beat Roman like September last year. Yeah, that would have been a good time to end it. But he got hurt. So yeah, same. Which it might have been the plan, but he's it was out. All I'm saying is, if that happens, y'all had damn well better cut the check. Because I wasn't I wasn't doing that to give out free game. No, I was just I was just. Kicking some shit around that I thought of because, again, that rumor came out about September 2024. And, you know what I'm saying? Mania 30 passed. And then SummerSlam passed with Jay. Getting ready to go to Mania 40. Like, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying the unforeseen started coming up. And Punk is here now. And uh, sometimes they can't resist. So you might have to call that Omaha. Oof. They might. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, but uh, what I want to see from Punk, like, immediately, uh, he's already been announced for Monday Night Raw, him and Orton. So mm-hmm. that should that should be fun. You got to have it. You got to have him come out first thing. Oh, yeah. Like, that, don't that's... drag that shit out. Don't do no Cody counter, none of that. No, They're going to open the Punk show. Out the very first. Don't even have an intro. Don't even do the, you know, the then now forever together. Just show soon as SVU go off, have this motherfucker come up. Or Chicago PD, whatever one they show. Mm-hmm. They alternate. I don't know. First yeah. thing. But uh Friday, gotta have my man's on the Grayson Waller effect. I need that. Ooh. I need okay. that. I'm here for that. I need that. Uh we would talk about like, you know, with Cody. I think Cody's safe personally. I <laughs> me personally, I think Cody's safe, but I think a guy like LA Knight, he might I don't want to play with you anymore. <laughs> Type Ooh, flow. It's a damn shame, man. But honestly, listen, the two of them together? Yeah. And that, that's my thing. Like, I don't have a That'd singular be a good Yeah, I don't have a singular thing that could be next for punk because this is so much now. We got Finn Balor out there. We got yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to push Ricochet as a thing. I know he's in the protocol right now, but yeah. you've been trying to push him as a thing. Gunther. Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Logan. Logan's uh uh Sammy. Kevin. Ke- I'm about to say Kevin. You know he won't smoke. Hell yeah. The Miz in Saudi Arabia is only appropriate. Y'all remember that? Oh my god. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. I, I'll never forget that tweet. Him and the Miz got to do it at some point in time. They got to run that. They got to. 
So yeah, he got mad options. I don't know how long. I don't know the details or nothing. I don't yeah. know if he's full time or if he's special attraction. Yeah, there's but no details it, in yet. We got mad options. Hey, him and Brock. Ooh, y'all can run that back. That was like, I'm about to say 2014, they was cooking heavy. Hey, what did Brock say? CM Punk thinks just because he has a bunch of tattoos, it takes a bunch of beginners MMA classes at his local gym. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's a tough guy, but he's not. Yo. Tell the truth, man. Hey, somebody said CM Punk came back to WWE before GTA 6 came out. Damn. That's crazy. I, damn. That's crazy. Ooh. I got one last tidbit on CM Punk, though. What's up? My pack in the air is guess what? These peasants, you peasants. Damn. What Who do you think I'll give a peasant of the week to, bro? Oh, shit. I don't even know. I hate to do this, fam. Wreak havoc. What? What? <laughs> and Jay Land on the beat. Bring that ass here. Bring boy. that ass oh, here. Come on, man. Come on. Y'all gotta give y'all this. Listen, I was gonna stall y'all out because I understand y'all on the East Coast is late. Uh, but listen, when it comes to being old, we gotta learn how to pick our spots better. <laughs> it was a wrong spot to pick being old. Oh, dog. <laughs> My man's wreak havoc over here. And Jay Land on the beat. He the producer that made our intro. Y'all didn't know. He's been on here a few times. Thanks. Both my brothers fell asleep in the middle of Survivor Series <laughs> and missed the returns of Randy Orton and CM Punk. Oh, dog. Jay Land hopped in the group chat like 10 minutes later. Like, damn, I missed everything. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'll take it easy on y'all. Y'all still getting peasant. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I, oh. I, I ain't gonna do too much on y'all. I get it. Y'all old. That's terrible. You <laughs> gotta pick your spots better, man. Y'all had all day taking nap. I get enough old jokes from everybody else. <laughs> That's a damn shame. Hey, y'all had all day. Y'all had all day to take a nap. Got energy drinks, five hours, some coffee, something. Uh, listen, thank God for the replays, man. <laughs> I only hey, had to buddy. die. I only had to die social for a couple hours today. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Hey, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it easy on y'all. Damn. It's your third time. <laughs> 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 I'm saying, nigga got peasant for me. Oh, that's some shit. <laughs> hey, you almost you almost hit Nakota. I gave them niggas earlier. Yo, I'm about to say like I thought it was fine. God damn. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> oh man. Shout out to Survivor Series and CM Punk. That was a good show. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Next uh main roster PLE two months from now. My favorite, the Royal Rumble. So, mm-hmm. It's gonna be a good time, man. Hey, plug your socials. We're gonna get up out of here. Yes, sir. Y'all can find me at Recavit24 on Instagram and on Twitter. Also, go check out the, the Havoc Hour, where I talk sports and entertainment on all streaming platforms where you find Young Kings Wrestling, Spotify, X Anchor, YouTube, the most entertaining version is up. 
Got some mm-hmm. got some more recent heat out there. You know what I'm saying? I told, I promised y'all I was coming back. I came back. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna get around to uh getting some new heat up there. You know what I'm saying? But check that out. Right. We gotta talk about the tournament. Mm. We do. Tournament got some good hoops, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, LeBron and them with the Lakers undefeated when it's a tournament game. <laughs> every every game of the season need to be a tournament game the way the Lakers play. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It's like something about that that in that in season tournament shit. Like when they went they went to the bubble, they started cooking. Like man. Hey, they told LeBron, they said, Hey Bron, you get fifty thousand dollars and a free trip to Vegas in the middle of the season. This nigga turn up every tournament game. I'm telling you, man. Like said, you ain't gotta tell me twice. <laughs> shit, Negro. That's all you had to say. Right. Hey man, I am the Thespian TC Fontaine, aka TCF baby, please say the baby. Keys to the Sadies, please say the baby. Right. Even in the AM, you already know. Uh, you can follow me <laughs> on Instagram, tc.fontaine. Follow my photography, foy.flix. And of course, ykwrestling.com. You get all the links to all of our stuff Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I still I still put out the Facebook, you know, even though I don't even know the last time I posted on Young Kings Wrestling Facebook. It's Googleable. Let's find out while we on here. Man, it has been a hot minute. Let's find out. We're probably going way, way back. It's, in it's, it's, been a, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, last post, it was a share. October 22nd. No, what, October 8th, 2022. I read that wrong. Oh, that wasn't that long ago. It was it was over a year, but hey, it was listen. a shared it was a shared post. When's the last time we made an original <laughs> post on the Young King oh, Wrestling page? Man. January thirty first, twenty twenty two. Okay, well, Two not years. bad as I thought. Listen, listen, we go we we roll with the social media platforms that's getting the most engagement for obvious reasons. Yeah, man. I don't never know nobody that's uh, you know. I don't know nobody is is really on Facebook like that. Yeah, I ain't even on Facebook like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I used to be on Facebook crazy back. Then. It's, it's 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 something I glance at now. <laughs> I don't even do that. Yeah, like if I don't got messages or something, I ain't really looking. I actually I actually deactivated my Facebook. <laughs> yes. And then I seen Facebook had a class action lawsuit, and I was like, let me reactivate mine. Yeah. Right <laughs> We can make sure he I get said, this money. He said, "Oh, you was on, you was on for this many years. Won't you, uh, you go ahead and click this link and uh, see if you entitled the conversation." Facts. <laughs> they started saying, "How long you been on Facebook?" I was like, "Shit, I've been in there since I was about 15. I'm gonna say we've been doing numbers. <laughs> I've been on there for 15 years, literally. Right. Hey, I need my money. Talk to him. But not yeah. Check us out everywhere and uh." It's been a good show. It's been a good show. Can't wait for next nice. week. Can't wait to see what uh they got cooking over there in WWE land. Mm-hmm. They going crazy now. Road to WrestleMania is, is gearing up. They oh man, they, they, they fueling up all the vehicles to get on the road uh, to WrestleMania. It's a good thing it's two nights, man. Cause this man, it's it's gonna get real crazy. Every WrestleMania is getting better. Like yeah, the one in Tampa was cool. Like. The one in Dallas, I thought was just like, yo, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. 
LA was fire. It, now honestly, I feel like they're really about to outdo themselves this year. Yeah, honestly, like if they made the call a night two in LA, it probably would have been like top three. Yeah, they didn't do it. Yeah. Hey, we ain't out of here yet. One more thing, I forgot about this. <laughs> I'm still in this from Powerbomb Jesse. Uh, oh, all right. War games. Give, give me, give me your war games match featuring rappers, real quick. Oh, oh shit. Uh, the locks and Dipset. That's crazy. That was mine too. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't thinking nothing else other than that. Bad boy versus the uh, death row. Mm, damn. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. She give me, give me, Rough Riders and NWA. Hey, all right, my last one. This one, this one, it would be a little dangerous. You might have to do this with no fans in attendance. Jeezy uh, <laughs> and CTE versus Gucci and Ten Seventeen. <laughs> Oh shit! Hey, run that one. Oh, I need little, to see that. It's a. It's like maybe 05 percent of the listeners that even know who that is. Seventeen point five. Just the truth. Hey man, let's get up out of here, man. Uh, Said I'll be back to hold you down. I don't wanna But we gotta go right now. We'll be back next week with another one. Another one. Young Kings Wrestling. We out of here. Go.